0: is real. But you know, the scripture says that God is not the author of fear. And as you face fear, and as a believer you face fear, the reality is is you don't have to because you have someone that you can go to. You have someone that you can rest in. You have someone that you can express yourself in the things that bother you and the things that are on your hearts. In fact, in many ways, God is pictured as that. You know, the psalmist talks about, you are a strong tower for me to run into. A strong tower, what is that? Well, in their culture, when you're being attacked, you would have this tower that you would go in and find refuge to withstand the attack of the enemy. God is that to all of us. And especially when we think about what we're going to remember here in a moment, that Jesus died and paid a price for you. He redeemed you. He saved you. He allowed you to enter into a relationship with him. And so I want to read a couple of passages of scripture to you. One is from, again, my favorite psalm, Psalm 37. I want you to listen to what the psalmist says at the very beginning of that psalm. He says this, Do not fret because of evildoers, you are be envious of workers of iniquity. Okay, let's stop for a moment. Usually our fears are because of someone else, right? Right off the bat, David's saying, Don't fret. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't be afraid because of what other people are doing. What might happen. For they shall soon be cut down like grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord. Do good. Dwell on the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. past. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord. Okay, stop for a moment. How many times have you been up at night because of your fears? They exhaust you, don't they? You worry. You're afraid. God says, Rest in me. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because, there he goes again. Didn't he say that word again? Do not fret. It's because we're afraid. Do not fret. Because of him who prospers in the way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger. Now, what does that have to do with fear? Well, you ever notice that when you're so afraid and fearful, one of your natural reactions is to what? Be irritable, angry. Cease from anger, forsake wrath. Notice it again. Do not fret. It only causes harm. Isn't that interesting? You say, okay, George, you're telling me not to worry about it. Well, you know, hey, I've tried that. Isn't that what the song says? Don't worry, be happy. How can I be happy? First of all, that song's not the Bible. The reality, though, is God calls you not to worry because there is someone else there for you so let me read to you from the new testament philippians chapter 4 verse 6 says this and i've told you this one too a lot of times be anxious for nothing okay you don't have to take a lot of time What are you worried about right now? I don't need to know it. I don't really want to know it. But you know it. You were up at 2 o'clock in the morning worried about it. It was there when you woke up this morning. Even after you had your coffee, it was there. It's there when you go to bed at night. It's there when you listen to the radio. What is it? The word's telling you through the writer here, be anxious don't worry about anything don't, don't don't be anxious for anything he says be anxious for nothing but notice what he says but in everything so he's saying for all of you in all that you are doing and every situation you find yourself in with every crisis that comes down the pike and let's be honest every Crisis do come down the pike, don't they, when you least expect them. He said, in everything, what? By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. What is he saying here? He's saying, don't worry, pray. Don't worry, go to the Heavenly Father and talk to him about it. I think you can remember, I mean, uh, in a lot of families, that when the little ones get scared, who do they run to? Who do the little ones run to when they get scared or they're fearful of something? Usually to the ones that they feel can handle it, to mom or dad. And what what do they do? They come to you and, and they tell you what they're afraid of. And they're wanting to know from you, what you're going to do about it. Right? Isn't that what they do? That's exactly what's going on in this passage here. In this passage, it's saying, don't worry about anything in your life. Don't worry about nothing. But in everything, every situation, every trauma, every enemy, every person that might want to hurt you, every situation, by prayer and supplication, that is, you go to God, and you tell Him what's going on. I need you. I need you to help me. And notice he says, with thanksgiving, what, am I supposed to be thankful about what I'm going through? That's pretty hard, George. Yeah, I don't think that's what he's saying, though. I think he's talking about be thankful about the one you can go to with it. Be thankful that you can go to God and say to him, this is what's happening in my life. This is where I need you to help me. This is where we need a miracle, God, in this situation. This is where I need you to give me wisdom. This is where I need you to give me grace. Lord, even if you don't take away the problem, give me the strength to get through this. Listen, that's what else he says. He says again, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And what? And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It's probably been a month ago. You know, on Thursday nights we have refresh here. And I, I had some things that were going through my mind, some things that I was wrestling with the Lord about, some things I was frustrated about. I don't need to go into details about that. That's really not relevant. But what happened is relevant. So before I came to this refreshed time of study and prayer with the folks who gather here on Thursday nights, I was kind of, you know how you are. You, before you meet with somebody, you want to think in your mind what you're going to tell them. So I was kind of going through my mind, my complaint list about what I was going to tell God. You ever do that when I pray? I'm going to tell him this is going on. Why isn't he doing this? And you know, and that's what I was doing. That's how I operate. That's George. Okay. So I was in my mind. I was ranting what I was going to say to God. So I got here, led the study. We had our time of prayer. I sat back in that back corner back there where Kenny is. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm here to pray. And before I could say anything, there was a peace that came over me. And I had a sense, don't bother. I already know and it's going to be okay isn't that what he says jesus said in the, the sermon on the mount that he has he knows what you have need of even before you pray the point is is that you go to him that you go to him and I can say to you that yes, we have these fears, and they are real. And folks, we're living in a world, I, I have never seen a world like we're living in right now. I'm, I'm, th- I'm 52 years old. This is chaos we're living in. Do you, do you understand? And it's chaos around the world, and it's chaos in, in our lives, and the stuff that we're facing, and the difficulties, and, and fears are real, are they not? Are fears, are fears real? Yeah, nobody's making these things up. These are not figments of our imagination. This is the stuff we're facing, right? And it sucks the life out of you. It sucks the joy right out of your life. But you have someone that you can go to. You have someone that you can cry out to. You have someone who will take you into his arms and he'll hear you. So don't be anxious. And the reason why you have that someone is because of Jesus. So I'm going to read you one other passage. Hebrews Chapter 4. He says this. Seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest, that's talking about Jesus, who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. You have someone, Jesus, Jesus who experienced the life that you experienced. He was tempted in the same ways, but without sin. Jesus who suffered and died for you. But listen to what he says now, the writer of Hebrews, verse 16. This is awesome. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. We can march right in and talk to daddy. What do you mean daddy? Daddy. Well, when he says in Scripture, you can go to him and say, Abba, Father. Abba is the Greek word meaning Daddy. Daddy is an intimate term, isn't it? We can come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. It's all because of Jesus. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Where are we at here with this? All right, listen to me. We're here to worship the Lord, and we have, and some of you have expressed wonderful testimonies about what God's doing in your life. That is awesome. Some of you have those testimonies. you just, I don't talk in front of people. That's fine. We understand that too. But some of you are here, and you are oppressed right now. What do I mean by oppressed? You are right now burdened. Because of something that's going on in your life, you're afraid. It's real, and you have walked over in your mind, kind of like barbecuing. You know what I'm saying? If you've got something on a rotisserie on a barbecue, you just keep laying on that layer and layer of barbecue sauce. And it's been going on in the rotisserie of your mind and you've been layering on fear after fear because of whatever that situation is in your heart. And you feel, what's the word? Can I tell you what it is? You feel alone. Does anybody care? I'm here to tell you that because Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, You are not alone. And he does care. And you can go to him and express to him your fears, your doubts, your concerns. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. Because Jesus died for you. Let me pray for you as we prepare to come to the table.